You are listening to the E2C Network, where the Auburn family speaks. Welcome back to part two of our 2021 Auburn football season preview and prediction show. If you want to go back and check out the first part of this, there was general discussion about position-wise and just kind of overall thoughts about how the season might play out. This episode, we're actually talking about game-by-game preview and even predictions. All right, Jared, it is time to talk about the season. And uh, we've already talked a little bit about, like, you know, overall, we're kind of thinking, you know, seven, eight, maybe nine wins in a season. Um, but kind of what are your games that you're going to be focusing on that you, you know are going to be really tough for Auburn? Uh, the games that are going to be tough for Auburn? I mean, yeah, you got – obviously you got Penn State, and then you have your usuals, LSU, Georgia, Alabama, uh, Texas A&M, although we own them at Texas A&M. Um, but yeah, the, I, ho- I hope Parson can continue that. that yeah, <laughs> that would be awesome. Your usuals, and then you got to throw in, you know, there's no doubt that Ole Miss has got a really good offense. Are they a good team? I don't know. They're they're kind of a, a real hot pick because people like to just do hot picks. So they're the hot choice. Lane is fun to watch and all that, but I don't overall. I don't know if they're a great team. Arkansas really doesn't scare me. I probably should. Arkansas, Miss State, South Carolina. I'm not saying we win those games, but they don't keep me up at night. Right. Yeah. Same here. I mean, I, I think the top four ones, Penn State, LSU, Georgia, Texas A&M, and Bama. I think those are the five. And, and if you say lose all five of those, then we're seven and five. But if we squeak out, you know, Penn State or, you know, maybe by chance shock one of the other four, you're at already eight wins. And if you win three of those, you're at nine wins. And again, I think that's a fantastic season for a first-year coach that's trying to establish you know, his culture, his offense, and, and you know, bringing in a, a guy like Derek Mason and his new defense for this team. I mean, I feel like that would be a huge win uh, for us. Um, let's get into the, the game. So kind of the format that I've got for us is we're going to talk about each game uh, and then you know how each team did previously. And then we'll go into score predictions. We're, we're going to do them just like we usually do for previews. You know, give who you think is going to win and by the points that you think they're going to win. So, you, you know, first game, Akron, how, how much do you think Auburn's going to win by? 17 points or whatever. You know, something like that. So, all right, Jared, let's get into this first one with Akron. So, September 4th, it's a night game, 6 p.m. Central Time. A night game under the lights and with, hopefully... A full stadium. How excited are you to get this Harson era kicked off with the Akron Zips? I'm excited. I mean, any original, any first game is exciting. But if you've ever sat in Jordan Hare Stadium at you know twelve o'clock or two or three o'clock uh, in September, even it, it's hot. So it's really hot. Yes. Yeah. So six p.m. is going to help a little. You know, it still will be sun out, but part of the stadium will be covered and it'll be done by halftime. So, uh, the, the sun was, so yeah, that's exciting. Uh, nighttime, you know, um, the, I think the stadium will be full. Um, they'll be able to do the new led lights and all that. So yeah, yeah I'm excited about it. Um, are we, am I giving my prediction now or yeah, go for it. What do you think the, the score for the Akron zips versus Auburn and Jordan hair is going to be, man, this is one of the craziest, 
first games against a smaller team because I just don't know what we have. Um, I think we'll probably score 42 and, you know, give up 13. So I, I got Auburn scoring 42. Nice. Yeah. I mean, I think that's a reasonable um, – and, you know, it gets our offense going, gives them some confidence. Um, and, hey, we'd win by, what is that, like 29 points? I mean, that's that's a pretty good score. I mean, I'd take that any day. Um, I think right now the line's right around like 35 or something around there. I, I'm going to actually – I'm going to say like we win by like 38 points. Look at you. I think our defense is pretty freaking amazing. Are you channeling? <laughs> like, are you channeling your inner Ben King? I guess I am. I, I, I mean, let's put it this way: the Akron Zips were one in five last year in their conference. So, so you're <laughs> saying an there's SEC, a chance? <laughs> there is a chance. You're saying there's a chance. So I, I'm gonna say I'm gonna bump it up to 38. I think we we, we could pretty much shut them out. Um, the next one, Alabama State. So this one's gonna be September 11th. Uh, at 11 a.m. Central Time, and uh, last year Alabama State they were three and three. I don't know too much about them. I know their band's always awesome to watch. They're just very entertaining. I, I, I think Auburn wins this one pretty big as well, and I think we get even more confidence, uh, especially offensive line. I'd be focusing, I think, on these first two games, seeing how they do, um, especially with pass. Uh, in passing situations, how does the offensive line keep the you know the rushers from coming to them and uh, getting the getting to the quarterback? So, I ultimately think we win by forty two points. I think that that I think we can do it. Um, hmm. I, I think I'm gonna probably say I'm gonna be because I'm of the mindset that we're not even gonna try. Like we're gonna run the ball. So. I think we probably put up 42. I'm going to put it very similar, 42 to 10. I think that um, I just don't think we're going to go out there, not in the very beginning, and just you know try to sling it around a ton. So, yeah, I, th- I say 42 to 10 and take care of business, learn some things from the O-line and, and get ready for uh, Penn State. Although, I, And I want to clarify earlier in, in the podcast, I think I said we have three games to get ready for Penn State. I, I, I forgot Georgia State is after Penn State, so – yeah, yeah. We have two yeah. games to get ready for Penn State. Which I still feel like is a good bet, considering teams like Georgia, I think, have to play like Clemson first game. Like, that's that's brutal. I mean, Auburn used to do that a lot, where we first game of the season, it's a it's a top-notch team. Um, so, we get a little bit of a break at the beginning of the season to get our engines you know, started up, figure things out. So, I'm, I'm definitely happy about that. Um, Let's move on to the third game. So Penn State's going to be September 18th, and it's going to be a night game, another one, at 6.30 Central Time. Uh, This is at Penn State. It's going to have, like, what, 100,000 fans or something crazy. It's a – I would love to go. Let's put it that way. Um, I think my parents are going with a few of their friends. I'm very jealous of that. I would love to go to that stadium, especially for a whiteout night game. I mean, that, that would just be such a cool experience. Um, but I don't, I mean, I know some about Penn state, but this is the crazy thing. So last year they started out, uh, losing their first five games. Like I think until Thanksgiving, they hadn't won a game. That's not ideal. Is it? I didn't do good. <laughs> yeah, in, I didn't do good not. in math, but I don't think that's ideal. Um, and, and, and after that point, they won their last four games of the season. So they ended up, looking at somewhat reasonable like four and five 
but yet somehow they're ranked number 19. Like, again, why? Like, I don't understand why they're so highly ranked, and yet Auburn isn't, considering Auburn was, what, 6-5 and five last year? They were 4-5. and five. Auburn's schedule was a lot tougher than Penn State's. But whatever. Like, again, love the underdog, so don't mind about that. Um, but what's kind of your, your thoughts on this game and how this, this might play out? I'm going to channel my inner Ben King now. It was Ben King, right? They yeah. Used to, okay. That was the, the, uh, real optimistic. Love you, Ben. Um, I think we win by 10. I think, uh, <laughs> I, I think so here, I, I don't want to spoil the rest of the games. The, the teams that are going to give us issues are the ones that can throw it around. Um, block well enough for the and they and they have an elite quarterback. I don't know if Penn State has an elite quarterback. I think that it's going to be a struggle for them to move the ball against our defense, and they may flip around and say the same thing, and they may be very well right. But I'm trusting Tank Bigsby and the O line to to do their job, and I think our defense will cause some issues for them. As is, and outside of bowl games, that usually does happen with SEC teams and Big Ten teams in games that matter. Um, the speed just out. They're not. They're surprised by it. I think, and I yeah. really think that we're going to be able to win that ball game. <sighs> this I know is you one disagree. I, well, this okay. is one where I can I can go fifty fifty. Like it's it's going to be really the first big full game in a hostile environment that these players have played under for the last like two years. So that's the, the like kind of real fear that I have. Um, and it's new. Like this is our first real challenge this year with the new offense and defense. So that, that's why I honestly kind of pegged this as a loss, but it wouldn't shock me also if we won this one. I think we, I think Penn State probably wins this in a tight one, probably about like three points or something. Not by much, but if we somehow win, this could be, I mean, a huge win for Auburn, but also kind of one of those that Auburn can build upon, especially, you know, we got LSU two, two weeks later and – that's going to be tough down in Baton Rouge. Any time, even if it's a down LSU team, it's a tough LSU environment. So the players, you know, learning from a tough environment, I think it will pay some big dividends. Even if we lose, I don't think it's the end of the world. And really, I mean, I almost think of it as like, maybe you could, I mean, I do not like, you know, moral victories by any means, but it kind of is one of those like, this is our first trial under Harson and his new staff. And it, it, it'll be a growing experience for sure. Either way. Any player that was here before 2020 will not be phased by the whiteout. No, again, no, I mean, it's awesome. I mean, Penn State's atmosphere is ridiculous and, and probably second to none. But there's a lot in the SEC that's second to none as well. So they won't mm-hmm. be phased by that. Now, the we got we got new receivers. Uh, and even Tank hasn't had to face that situation because yeah. the, the situation last year. You would love to think that Bo Nix won't be phased by because, I mean, he's been, I mean, he went to Florida, to LSU, you know, in 2019, but he has not performed well on the road. But um, I think that uh, any of the, the, we got a lot of experience on the defensive side that'll be able to probably even get the offensive guys, okay, a little acclimated. Listen, don't be wowed by the crowd, okay? It's a cool thing. It's what college football is all about. And I think it's cool they're doing the whiteout. I mean, it's, it's awesome for them and their fans, but from an on-the-field perspective, if you play in the SEC and you've been to Baton Rouge and Tuscaloosa and all those places, it's kind of a – it's just another stadium. Right, yeah. I mean, that that should hopefully be their mindset. Um, and 
I mean, just think about how loud, you know, the Iron Bowl can get, for example. There, there's not many environments where it gets much louder. Um, yeah, and I want to be clear. I'm not knocking Penn State at all. I think it's going to be awesome, and I think it's going to be super loud. Um, it's not a knock on them. There's just about 20 teams in America that can create that atmosphere, mm-hmm. and probably 10 of them are in the SEC. And so it's yeah. something Auburn deals with, you know, on a year-in and year-out basis. Yeah. So, again, I think this is something, even if we lose, it's going to be a good thing for the guys to experience, especially the freshmen or sophomores that haven't experienced SEC full, you know, competition or, you know, full stadiums at that point. So I think this will be a, a good spot for us to, to figure things out. Let me make a po- real quick point to just show you the, you know, because we, as Auburn fans, we can get down on ourselves pretty easy. Just to show you, you know, what Penn State thinks about us, um, we're unranked and they have a full season, and they do one whiteout a year, and they're doing it against us. So wow! if you yeah. want to know what they think about Auburn, you know, that's what they think about Auburn. Yeah, they think it's a pretty big game. And and ultimately, if they win that game, that sets their trajectory pretty pretty high. Uh, I could see them getting into the top ten, and uh, who knows? Uh, that, that could be it. I mean, I hope not for Auburn's sake, but – yeah, that that could be big for them. Well, I've already said we're going to win by ten. It's not happening, so you know. Okay, fair. Yeah, I just made it happen. We're winning by ten. <laughs> Simple as that. I love it. Um, let's move on to the next one with Georgia State. That's going to be our fourth game of the season, and uh, this one's in Jordan Hare. Uh, I I love this. You know, we we've kind of you know started to get more teams in Alabama and Georgia that are the smaller teams like Georgia State, Alabama State that that we can play and it doesn't take them, you know, they don't have to fly here. It's not a long trip. And, uh, I don't know. I've been loving the, to see some more of that, you know, in, you know, within a couple state rivalries going on. So, um, I, I think this, this game ultimately is going to be kind of one of those tune up games after Penn state. We learned th- some things from Penn state. We apply some things, we get better from it. Um, whether we win or lose at Penn state, I think we still learn a lot and they, that Georgia state game is the let's figure things out. Let's you know tweak things, get it right. Um, so I think that's kind of, kind of where this game sits. I think we ultimately win this one pretty big. I think by you know, 30, 31 points, big win. Um, and, and that kind of leads us into the juggernaut that is the sec and the next eight games of just sec tough just tough schedule. Um, Jared, what's your kind of thoughts on this uh, Georgia State game? Uh, I think it could be a little tricky. Uh, We win. Uh, Let me clarify. But if we beat Penn State, I think it's a tougher game because it's sandwiched Mm. in between that emotional high of a big road win and playing LSU. If we lose to them, I think that'll – Harson will be able to refocus the guys. Um, Georgia State's not a pushover. I mean, they've only been, you know – whatever we're calling these things now, 1A, I don't even know, bowl, subdivision. They've only been in our uh, league, essentially, for about five, maybe seven years. But they've made bowl games several times. So, uh, to me, they're not the same as Akron and Alabama State. Uh, So, it's going to be a little tougher, especially sandwiched in between two big games. Um, But I do still think we win pretty, you know, in the end, we win kind of going away from it. But, you know, I, I don't think it's uh, – I think it's probably like, you know, 25 or less we win by. Yeah. I mean, I think that's pretty reasonable. I mean, 
20 to 30 point win over them. I mean, maybe even get some of the second, third stringers in there. I think at this point would be awesome. Um, I mean, ultimately, I, again, like, I don't, I don't see us really losing this game. Like, we no, I don't think we lose it. I, I do think that if we beat Penn State, it, I think we could sleepwalk through the first half and be, be, make us a little nervous. Yeah, I mean, it could be you know fourteen to ten or something at half, and you're like, wait, what just yeah. happened? Yeah, <laughs> this this is not good. And then you know, coach wakes you up at halftime, and you get back out there. But I I still think we're at worst three and one at this point at best four and oh and if we're four and oh man we have got a lot going into the next game against lsu down there in baton rouge in death valley i i if we win let's let's put it this way i think if we win against penn state we also beat lsu i think hey oh it's getting uh, this is getting serious if we do that if we beat penn state and l and lsu will we be ranked at least like 40th yeah maybe Okay. I mean, if okay. if the AP or whoever votes on that is somewhat competent, which gotcha. sometimes they're not, but okay. you know. <laughs> cool. I just wanted to know. I didn't know when I'd start seeing us on the ticker at the bottom. Although that's top 25, so 40 wouldn't help, but. Yeah. I mean, but maybe, maybe if we beat LSU, maybe we might sneak in there. Yeah. <laughs> maybe. Um, yeah, maybe. I mean, it, it's only been, what, 22 years since we've beaten LSU or however Ooh. long it's been. It's forever down in baton rouge yeah come on come on we're better uh, than this like I, I don't know man i i don't this one's so hard i want to say auburn because i just don't really think lsu i don't think lsu is better than auburn right now if i'm being honest um but it's at lsu and it really depends on if it's at night um that's going to be harder I, I need to see how we play at penn state but I think on this one for right now, I think I probably got to say, you know, LSU wins probably by seven or less. Yeah. I mean, I think we keep it respectable. Oh, without a doubt. Yeah. I also think this could be one that we do lose, but it's also kind of like Penn State. If we beat Penn State, like I said, I think we got the momentum and the confidence to beat an LSU team that ultimately last year wasn't that great. They were five and five, and Auburn beat them. I think it was like forty-eight to eleven. Like that is a smothering of. And, and considering two years ago, they were the national champions. It, like, it wasn't even it, that it's close not, either. I mean, it was yeah. not a, it, forty-eight to eleven. Doesn't even give. I mean, it was a it was a total beatdown. Yeah, I mean, like Gus Malzahn ordered the smothering covered and <laughs> gave that to LSU. He like, was eating. He was at Waffle House <laughs> by halftime. <laughs> yeah, but hey, this is. Uh, Let's put it this way. I think if yeah, I think the Penn State game will be awesome for you know Harson's win. But I think ultimately, like if he can beat LSU, Harson is going to be endeared by Auburn fans even more um, than if he beats Penn State. Oh, Just if he goes and of, beats LSU, they're going to put a statue up. I mean, <laughs> he hasn't even completed one season. Here you yeah. go, statue. Yeah, statue. Put it up. <laughs> um. Yeah. I mean, I think ultimately, I think Auburn. I mean, this is one of those. I'm going to say we lose just by three points. But, again, I could see it by uh, the other way around. We we have Anders Carlson out there, kicks a winning field goal. But, I mean, uh, yeah, it's going to be a tough one either way. Uh, let's move on to the Georgia game. So, Jared, are you? Uh, this is, what, the sixth game of the season? I'm still not used to it, having Georgia so early in the season. Are you, are you used to it yet? No, not at all. 
Um, it, it probably take many, many years for me to get used to it, but, um, still, still holding out hope that that change will end the, uh, kind of losing streak, so to speak, we have against them. Right. Did not help last year, but, um, yeah, that it's hard to get used to the beginning of the year on this one. Yeah. And, uh, the good thing is we got them back at Auburn in Jordan hair. And I'm really hoping this one is another night game. Because any, you know, the Deep South's oldest rivalry or Iron Bowl that's at night, there's something, you know, just a little special about that. So if it happens and it's a night game, I give us an edge. I mean, not only at home, but, like, we've got an edge. Because we've got, I mean, my sister, who's a senior this year, she she was talking about, she got to go to most of the games last year. And, you know, the 20% filled up stadiums. And she was just like, it wasn't the same. Like, it was not even close because all of the students had to be spread out throughout the stadium. There wasn't a true student section. And to now have a true student section, I think that makes a difference. I think that makes a difference for us beating Georgia. And, and I ultimately think we're going to beat them. And it's going to – I think we either – I think we, we squeak out a win, but it's still a win. And it – you know, ultimately right now, Georgia is ranked number five in the nation. They probably sit around there unless something, I mean, even if they lose to, you know, Clemson, I don't think they drop that far. Like Clemson's going to be a good team again this year. So it would be a very good quality win. So I'm going to say we win it by three. What's your thoughts on it, Jared? Uh, this is going to blow my eight win prediction. I think we win it as well. Um mm. I'm looking down the list. I'm like, how do we, how do we lose four? Because I got us losing four. I think we beat Georgia. Um, I, Georgia is recruiting on the same level as Alabama, and they've had Auburn's number, but they really haven't had anybody else's number. So they're kind of still missing that, you know, whatever it is to to always win. Mm-hmm. Um, we feel like they are because you know they they they've been beating us pretty good. There's no denying that. But you know they'll they'll lose to South Carolina. Uh, they're probably starting to split with Florida again. They can't beat Alabama. So, I mean, the, Georgia's a beatable team. We just have to get that mindset off of our back that they're not. A uh, new coaching system. Um, yeah, I just think that – I think you're right. Being at home – I wouldn't predict us to win at Athens. But being at home, I think we find a way to win that ball game. That's what I'm hoping. I mean, do you think it's going to be a closer game? Do you oh, think yeah. We, you know... Yeah, I don't think we – I don't think we pull a 2017 – you know Auburn Georgia game where we beat them pretty bad. I, I think it's close. Um, and honestly, when we beat teams like that, it usually is for us. It's very rare we blow them out because the reality is right now we are at a deficit from you know five star players. So when we when we beat teams like that, it's due, usually due to coaching decisions in in the game, and and it's not usually a blowout. Yeah, and one thing I was thinking about specifically with coaching, I feel like Kirby Smart's defense knew how to stop Gus Malzahn's offense. That's true, and. and we got a different offense, like a completely different offense here. So that I think that that kind of surprise element of he doesn't know Harson's offense has never played against it. Yeah, I'm sure at that point you're going to have some game footage of Harson's offense under at, at, at Auburn and Bobo's too. But I think you, you got a good shot. And Bobo, you know, he coached at Georgia too. I know, like it doesn't, you know, they, their ten years didn't line up, but I. I think that that I don't know. I give us the edge a little bit. I think yeah. I think the only thing you'd have to worry about as far as knowing each other, I think was Bobo was South Carolina last year, right? 
And, yes. And Georgia Hire will will uh, Muschamp as an anal- analyst. Um, so that would be the only thing there. But I don't think that's – I mean, it's a Bobo Harson mix here. So um, I I think you're right. I think I think a lot of people knew Gus's offense, and Gus's offense worked when he had the offensive line. Like it didn't matter mm-hmm. if you knew it or not. If he didn't have the offensive line, it really mattered if you knew it. So right. um, it is going to be a different team that they're going to face. It's going to be at home. It'll be, I mean, think about it. I mean, there, there's going to be pent-up energy of a year and a half by the fans because this is the first big mm-hmm. game since 2019 in Jordan-Hare. So, it, yeah, yeah, it might be the loudest you've ever heard, honestly, because it's, like I said, all the LSU and Penn State are on the road. So we're now six games into 2021, and that's our first true home game that matters. Yeah, I think, honestly, the, the fans are what pushes it over the edge for me. So that's where I'm kind of giving us the edge. Hey, Auburn fans, I want to take a quick timeout from this episode to bring your attention to something very special. Here at the E2C Network, we pride ourselves on bringing you the best content for Auburn fans out there. And best of all, it's free to you. But just because it's free doesn't mean there aren't costs, especially when you have a library of hundreds of podcasts, videos, blogs, and more. Many of you have reached out and asked how you can support this network in the past. Well, now I have your answer. It's called the E2C Network Booster Club over at patreon.com slash E2C Network. There you'll find a membership monthly reward system where you can sign up for as little as $1 and get different perks at different tiers. Some of those perks include things such as apparel, eligibility to join us on future podcasts, recognition as an E2C Network Booster, exclusive communications, and bonus content that is available nowhere else. If you love this network and want to help us keep producing podcasts like this one, please head on over to patreon.com slash E2C Network to join the E2C Network Booster Club. You can also get there by going to our website, e2cnetwork.com slash support. Whether you decide to join or not, we are still so appreciative that you would support us by just listening and being here because each and every one of you is part of our E2C Network family. Well, that's it. Timeout's over. Let's get back into the episode. Uh, The next game, our seventh game of the season, is at Arkansas. And uh, over there, I call it Walmart land because (laughs) mostly I feel like (laughs) I may be shocked maybe under Sam Pittman as head coach over there. But usually I feel like there's more people in the Walmarts at, in Arkansas than there are in the stadium. At <laughs> game. I mean, I, it's just usually pretty sad, um, but we'll see We'll see what Sam Pittman can do. He's, he's got some, you know, fight that I feel like he gives that Arkansas team. Uh, but is, is the fight enough to beat a talented team like Auburn? I don't think so. No, I don't think so. Um, I mean, let's put it this way. <laughs> last year, Arkansas finished three and seven. Their last four games, they lost. So, yeah, they got some struggling going on at the end of the season. Um, and Auburn, I mean, at this point, I, I think we got a pretty decent record. Either we're like five and two, or you know, five. What did it be like four and two, or like maybe five and one, something like that, coming into this game. Like, I feel like we've got pretty good odds and at least some confidence going into this one um, to beat them. I think we beat them by, like, 10 points. I don't think it's going to be a blowout like Gus Malzahn loves to do against Arkansas, but I think we beat them, and I think we do it pretty well. 
Jared, what's your thoughts on this one? Yeah, I don't really have much to add other than what you said. I mean, I, I think Pittman is a better coach than most thought. Um, he's going to have them ready to fight, but I'm with you. I think 10 to 14, um, go down there and get, take care of business. Um, so yeah, I, I think we, I definitely, I think we win that ball game. Yeah, I think we do as well. Any, any, you know, score predictions or anything for that one? Um, I'll play it safe and say we win by 10. I mean, I think that's, that's a safe. I mean, if we win by more, I'd love it. Um, but I think 10 is a good score. Um, so that kind of, you know, finishes up, I call it like the first half of the season. And, uh, then we finally get a bye week, you know, after seven games, uh, of competition this season. And, uh, this one is going to be much needed. I mean, I, I can already tell you, like the guys are going to need some rest. Um, and this will be a good tune-up week for anything going on. Well, how do we fix it? Um, because, you know, the last five games, I mean, I, I, okay. So we got Ole Miss, Texas A&M, Mississippi State, South Carolina, and Bama. I, I think ultimately Auburn can win you know, probably two, three, I don't know, like three of those for sure. And then like the fourth one with Texas A&M, maybe, maybe, I mean, it is at, like you mentioned, it's at Texas A&M. So, I don't know. What's your thoughts on it? We'll talk about the first one, you know, Ole Miss. So, this one's going to be the day before Halloween. So, I wonder if they're, they're fans or something, or our fans are going to get dressed up. I feel like they sometimes do. It's around <laughs> Halloween. Usually, that's there's some fun that goes on around that. Um, but, I mean, I've been hearing a lot of buzz. Have you been hearing a lot of buzz around Ole Miss and you know, this is, you know, Lane Kiffin, this is, you know, he's going to put up a lot of points. Like he's going to be competitive with everybody. And have you been hearing that kind of buzz around them? Yeah. I mean, Ole Miss runs into the problem with us when they play us that we run into when we play Bama and Georgia. I mean, they're going to be, you know, they're going to be outmanned as far as like star level. Um, and that usually wins out. Um, so I, I don't think they win. I mean, they're fun to watch. They sling it around, but I mean, their quarterback, I guess everybody's forgotten that's on the train. I mean, he would have games where he threw six interceptions. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's fun. He's kind of like Jameis Winston in the NFL. He may throw six <laughs> touchdowns in a game, but he also may throw six picks. Like you just yep. you don't know what you're going to get. He's fun. They sling it around. I, I think it's entertaining football. Um, and I know they almost beat Alabama. But, I mean, Ole Miss, even when they had the coach before this, two two coaches ago they got fired, they did beat Alabama and almost beat Alabama those years too. But right. it doesn't mean they went on to have a great season. So I'm not totally sold on Ole Miss. I think that I think we probably win by 10 or more being at home. Um, could be high scoring, but I just, yeah, I'm not sold on them coming into Jordan-Hare and, and beating us. Yeah. It's one of those I, I could see it go both ways where Ole Miss just scores more than us. But I'd like to think – you know, this is, you know, eighth game of the season. We figured something out on offense, um, whether it's just, you know, we're going downhill, running the ball all the time. We're like, we start to spread it out a little bit. We still run the ball a lot, but, you know, wide receivers are getting their legs under them and catching more, getting more consistent against good competition. I mean, I, I think this is probably a closer game than we hope, but I still think we win. I mean, I think we probably win by like three to seven points, something like that. Um, a lot closer than we hoped, but I think ultimately Ole Miss, they're just, they can be an explosive team. And if they, you know, get a cute, a few big plays and score some big touchdowns, they're, they're going to keep it close with us. 
Um, and Lane Kiffin, he, he knows how to put up some points when, uh, when he needs to. Um, do you think it's going to be a close game? Like, is that kind of what you're thinking? Or do you think we're we might even like win by like 10, 14 points, something like that? I think we win by 10, honestly. Yeah. I mean, that's, I'm leaning towards we like again, three to seven, but if we win by 10 against Ole Miss, man, I, I, that gives you even more confidence going into the next game against Texas A&M <laughs> in college station and out there in Texas. That's, I mean, yeah, it's been one of those weird anomalies where we, you know, we tend to win. We've won out there. I think, is it every year? Is that, is, is the streak still going? Is that right? I think it is. I think it is too. I don't think they've beaten us there. Yeah. There was a time where it was every away team, but then Gus won a few at home. So yeah. Right. Um, although interestingly enough, many, even, even I saw recently an overall national article wrote about how, when, when things fell apart for Gus and it was that 2014 game against them where we were driving to come back and the, I call it the butt fumble where, um, our center fum, uh, snapped it like he was under center and Nick Marshall was not. So uh, I think a- that was against A&M at home. We lost that game. Um, that kind of after that kind of we never really regained our offensive swagger. Yeah. But um, I-, I digress. I mean, essentially, I, I-, I got to say we lose some games. I don't want to. I do not like Jimbo Fisher. <laughs> um, Me either. Especially I- how, to- he, how we, you know, you know, the whole Jameis Winston crap that, went down in 2013 yeah i just he he kind of whines a little bit too um and honestly to me last year they were just okay they just happened to have they were they didn't make mistakes they were very solid right (laughs) and they were playing a weird season so a lot of people that weren't solid were making a bunch of mistakes and Mm -hmm. they just didn't make mistakes they don't scare me but i think uh, we probably lose the game because it's out there yeah, I mean, they did go 9-1, and one, but it was like the most boring 9-1 I've it, it ever really seen was. in my life. It, it really was, and I think they got handled by Bama. They didn't really put up a threat against Bama, and I've said this on about 10 podcasts, but, I mean, if we don't – I don't know what happened to us in the fourth quarter. We we had the game, and honestly, if uh, – was it Roger McQuarrie or Jacoby McClain? If, if they intercept one – and no, nothing against them. This is not an easy job, but if they – you know, one goes literally right through their hands on a drive mm-hmm. that nobody was catching him. I mean, if he get not only do we stop their touchdown drive, we probably get a pick six. Right, and That's we win that fourteen ball point game. swing. Yeah, we win that ball game. So I mean, and that was towards the end of the. To me, they don't scare me, but it's on the road. It's a big, huge environment, as I know Penn State and all of them are. So being on the road, I'm pretty much picking us to lose the road games right now, other I than mean, Penn State. I think that's pretty reasonable. I mean, and Texas A&M right now ranked number six. Yeah, I think they're you know maybe a little bit higher ranked than they should be. But if they you know somebody said oh they're ranked number twelve, I'd be like okay cool that sounds about right. So I know their competition like they've get, I mean it's Texas like for goodness sakes Texas has tons of football talent like it's just breathing just everybody out there is really good. So I know their amount of talent there is is really good, but yeah, again, I, I think we lose by like seven. I mean, it wouldn't shock me if we lost by seven. It's all right. Like we we move on and uh, we we take on Mike Leach and uh, his you know, air raid offense the the next game. But we come back home, and, and anytime we come back home, again, like I, I'm coming back to this. Like when we come back home, I think there's going to be a difference level of the fans being there. And just getting 
super excited. You know, the team gets excited because they haven't gotten to experience it last year. So, I mean, I, I think we win against Mike Leach. Um, even though I was looking at one of his stats, and uh, one thing, you know, under his first year when he's installing the air raid, he doesn't score many points. Like, it's like 20 points or something. I, I'm just kind of throwing out a number. But then the the next year, it's a significant jump. It's like 30 points or something on average. So, like, there's a significant bump in every time, every year, you know, that second year when he gets better. Um, so I do expect Mississippi State to be better. Do I think they're good enough to beat us at home? I don't think so. I think Auburn wins, and I think we probably win by like 10 points. Um, Jared, what's kind of your thoughts on Mike Leach, you know, in his second year at Mississippi State and uh, that game? Uh, I think we win. I think we win by 14. I just think that I just I know that Leach, Leach I can't say his name. Mike Leach has had a lot of success. I like the guy, um, but I think one-dimensional offenses just don't fare well in the SEC when you're mm-hmm. playing real high-caliber defenses, which I think Auburn is. I don't think our offense is right now. I think our defense is. I I just don't think you know. I, I don't think they're going to score enough. I think we win by 14. Um, I think they'll be better this year, and I think they will probably put up points against some of the other, you know, teams in the SEC, but they're not going to put up points against defenses like Bama, Auburn, Georgia, LSU, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. I mean, I, I think we – what was it? Mississippi State's first game last year was against, like, LSU, and LSU did no, – I think that was the game. You remember? It was. Yeah, they broke, they broke a record. Their quarterback broke a touchdown record in the SEC – Total yeah. fluke, just a weird game, and I think the LSU found out right before the game they weren't going to have DJ Sting or TJ Stingley, whatever his name is. The yeah, Stingley, yeah, the stud, the stud secondary guy. So not a not an excuse to give up the points they did, but they also probably came in with this. Oh, we just won a national championship. We're going to roll right in and roll over everybody. <laughs> right. Yeah, that was not the case. No, I mean they they got woken up quick by yeah. that. That will not happen again. Not in my opinion. No. Not I don't him. think so either. Um, let's finish out the last couple games of the season. Um, so we've got South Carolina at South Carolina. South Carolina last year. Um, I honestly had Arkansas not even really winning a game last year, but yet they won three. South Carolina, however, I thought they'd be all right. And then Will Muschamp, you know, his, his head coaching gigs. I mean, whoever hires him as a head coach, whew, bad decision. Bad decision. I mean, I – I don't think he – I think he should kind of settle in to a defensive coordinator position and just kind of – that's his thing. Like, I don't think he's a good head coach, in my opinion. Like, in South yeah, Carolina, he's a, he's was lies for de- getting him out. He's a de- great D coordinator. I don't blame South Carolina for giving him one more shot. But, yeah, at this point, I think uh, I think he's proven that he probably needs to stay in the coordinator role. He's a, he's a really good defense coordinator. Yeah, I think so, too. Um do you, how much do you think Auburn wins by? Because I I think fourteen. I think at home and we're gonna have a little bit of you know redemption on our mind. Um, Bo hopefully he doesn't try to do too much, but Bo you know didn't have a good game, so he's gonna want to get any get any. Uh, if he if he's on a roll, he's gonna put up the points because he's gonna want to to kind of make amends for last year against them. Right. So, yeah, I think we win by fourteen. Yeah, I mean, I think of last year's South Carolina game as kind of like the huge black eye that was, you know, 2020. And Auburn, Auburn's going to have some grudge 
out um, against South Carolina. Um, the players are going to remember, you know, just how poorly that game went and think about, yeah, we, we need to, we need to come back. We need to win. <laughs> yeah. I think they're going to, that's going to be enough motivation for that one. I think we right. do. Okay. There. All right. Let's finish out with the iron bowl against Alabama. It is in Jordan hair. I'm thinking either, you know, the two thirty or like a six o'clock time slot, either one of those. If I had to bet it's going to be a night game because how awesome that would be again. Um, and in under those lights, the led show that, I mean, my sister who was uh, able to go to some of the games last year was just talking about how incredible that is. Like it is a true fun experience. Like, so any fan that gets to go to a night game, highly, highly suggest it um, based on what my sister had said. Um, and, and I've heard, plenty of other people say the same thing it's just a blast um the sound system's going synced up with the led lights it 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 just looks really cool even from the tv and i'm not even there <laughs> <laughs> i'm excited to see it in person yeah um uh, but hey it's bama it's a tough game just because alabama we've mentioned it always gets the high recruits <sighs> i mean they they have a quarterback that still doesn't have a start he did get some play time, you know, last year, but he didn't start any. And I want to see how he handles the pressure of becoming the starting quarterback uh, for Bama. And, you know, he's also got NIL stuff. What did he like? What are, according to Saban, he got over a million dollars. Yeah. And you're yeah. like, what? That's yeah. crazy. And, and you still haven't even been a starter. Um, but it sounds like Bama has some faith in him. And, uh, I mean, we, we know their team just overall, it's one of those just reload, reload every year. So I expect this to be again, a tough one. I think we do keep it kind of close, but ultimately I think Bama's going to beat us. I mean, as much as I'd love it, I, I just can't see us winning this one. Um, even if we've, we've done well, I still think Bama's going to beat us. And, uh, I think we lose by 10 points and keep it somewhat respectable. Um, what's your what's your thoughts on this year's Iron Bowl um, with Harson getting the experience? Really, is true, you know, first big Iron Bowl rivalry. Yeah, I mean, I, it's gonna be cool for Harson. I mean, I think as far as the game goes, uh, I think we probably lose too, just because I got to start picking us to lose some games. But <laughs> you know, I mean, here's the reality. I mean, you could make the argument this team is better suited to beat them at home than 2019, and we and we won 2019. If Bo Nix is the quarterback at that point, that means he's had a decent season. He beat them as a true freshman. He did not have Tank Biggs be behind him. Really, the only difference would be we have a less. Uh, we don't have Seth Williams. Um, and that 2019 beat maybe Bama's most loaded team ever. I mean, the receivers they had and the quarterback that may be the starting quarterback for the the uh, New England Patriots as a rookie. That guy yeah. was their quarterback. So. I think it's possible we could win that game, but I'm going to say we lose, and I'm going to say three points. Three points. So you're thinking it's going to be like a field goal, or something close. Like yeah, that. I think it'll yeah. be close. Um, which puts me at nine and three. I don't think we win nine games. So you know, it's kind of funny how that works. You go game by game. Um, but I think you're you're thinking. I mean, if we kind of isolate, and this is kind of what we do, we kind of isolate a lot of times the game, and we're thinking, yeah, you know, in a bubble we can win those. And that's, that's, you know, we're kind of thinking optimistically about this. Realistically, some of these games, I mean, for all we know, <laughs> I would hate it, but like somebody like Arkansas, you know, shocks us 
I mean, it can happen. Yeah, or without a doubt. Ole Miss beats Ole Miss, us. Yeah, I mean, yeah, without a doubt. It could happen. And, and yeah. we could win some. We picked us to lose. So, I mean, it's, you know, I think the talent's there to essentially beat almost all these teams in, in a, in a one-game game. So, we'll just have to see how it plays out. Yeah, exactly. And that, that's kind of my thoughts on it. Like, I, I think, again, I come back to this. We got to set the expectations of this is going to be a first year staff for Auburn. I think we still should have the expectation of like the floor. If we only win six games, it's you know an okay year. But if we you know are able to you know squeak out some of those bigger like a Georgia, LSU, Penn State, maybe even Texas A and M, and we win one or two of those, that's when I think this year. Uh, especially for the coaches and the players, the momentum for building this program under Brian Harson really could start taking off. And and when you start winning those bigger games, that's going to help. I mean, Harson's already you know kind of been you know uh, criticized for recruiting issue, you know, get, not getting enough recruits. Well, recruiting is one of those things where you want to show the product on the field, and then talk to the players, say, "Hey, you come here, look at you know." I can fit you in this spot. They haven't been able to, you know, put a product on the field yet. I think after this season, it's going to help a lot um, if we put out a good product on the field, which I ultimately think, especially defense, we're going to be able to do. Offensively, running game, I think is going to be a strong suit. So, yeah, I'm I'll, excited I'll, for this. I'll, I'll I'll personally end with this. Uh, you know, we forget Harson. Uh, it was Boise, no doubt. Uh, he's the he's the active third winningest coach in college football right now so mm-hmm. he's not hurting from confidence from that and regardless of where you play your his blueprint won against equal competition where he was at can his blueprint win with equal competition here you know yeah i think that that's kind of the way i'm thinking about it like he knows how to win and i feel like that's a key especially when you're going up some really t- tough competition do you do you know how to win and and there's a mentality behind that um, and if you're able to win, that kind of translates anything in life and, and any you know grade of competition. It, it's a mindset. So if he can instill that in these players, that could be the big success for this team. Well, and his mentor was the Peterson guy, I think, that went to Washington, who, who just retired. And now their athletic director, and uh, there wouldn't be many schools in the country that would have turned him down if he showed interest in their school he was the one that built kind of he got Boise really on the map mm-hmm. um, and Harson learned under him I think they are still in constant communication so yeah I, I, Harson knows how to win um, doesn't mean you always will but right. he, he, he knows the process and blueprint we'll see you know how that pans out in the SEC yeah exactly all right Jared before we get out of here how can the people stay in touch with you uh, yeah you can just find me on Facebook under my name Jared Davis and uh, you can find me on Twitter at A-J-A-Y, J-A-Y underscore. It's always great to be an Auburn Tiger and War Eagle. War Eagle. Thank you for tuning in today's episode on the E2C Network. On your way out, I want to remind you to stop by E2Cnetwork.com. It's your one-stop shop for all our content across our podcast, YouTube channel, and much more. To stay up to date with us, make sure you're following social media accounts such as Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. While our content here may always be Auburn sports heavy, if it's orange and blue, it's what we do. War Eagle.